Hello everybody, welcome back to Tales of an Introvert. This is episode 2, The Eyes of the Party. The Eyes of the Party, what does this mean? So this particular title is kind of centered around one small event, and we'll get there soon, but it's this is really another one of those social situations that an introvert might find themselves in, and could be the product of some awkward situations. So this is like the party, the gathering, a place where you have to meet new people potentially, but you know having to interact with different people. What are the what is, what does the eyes of the party actually mean? So usually you hear that expression the life of the party, right? So this is someone that is you know kind of draws attention to themselves, is very social, generally an extrovert that really kind of commands attention, um, might be a good storyteller, might just be a character in general, uh, you know, it's kind of breathing life into the party, right? Someone that you kind of want to be around and that's that's fun. However, you know, introverts at times are, are the opposite of that, right? They are, you know, <laughs> definitely not the life of the party. Uh, it could be a cent- the center of attention for various reasons, but generally not, you know, the life of the party. And for me, as an introvert, I'm not sure about you all, if you are introverts, you know, a lot of time I'm doing a lot of observing, right? I'm a very analytical person. And this goes back to the, you know, being in your head thing. But, you know, I'm a very analytical person. I like to take in information. Um, people watching is a thing. Now, generally, that's not what you really want to do just at a party, right? That's for like, uh, you know, if you're sitting on a park bench uh, in Central Park in New York, that's a good place for people watching. Food court at the mall, right? Your neighborhood Walmart. Generally, at, you know, the point of a party, depending on, you know, what kind of party you're at, you know, this is a social situation. You're supposed to meet people, mingle, have conversations. For an introvert, you know, it may have been an act of God just to get you to the party in the first place. So, you know, the expectation of you just, you know, mingling with people all night might be just out the door, right? This depends on where you're at. You know, a lot of times you may just be kind of there observing, kind of looking around. And so that's where I kind of came up with this expression, the eyes of the party, where you're, um, you know, kind of observing your around your your environment. Maybe people are are observing you too. Maybe you're doing a little bit less engaging um, of people, and uh, you know, having these conversations that people have that people have when they're at parties, you know, and so. This little tale that we'll talk about here in a little bit is 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 kind of surrounded around this premise, um, and uh, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. In, in a minute, but you know, in the the realm of talking about you know parties, I like to throw out that you know I'm not a good conversation starter. This is you know probably I would assume it's kind of common uh, you know among introverts that. You know, not being able to to kind of start conversations on your own. Um, you know, I'm I'm somewhat okay at like, you know, these these examples of small talk you have. You know, you run into this a lot uh, at work. 
you know, depending on where you work and what, what kind of environment you're in, if you're in, you're in more of an office scenario, you have these little, you know, opportunities and uh, for small talk because you run into the same people, you know, you know, most likely every day, um, or I should say, uh, five days a week, right? Every week. So this is a repetitive thing. You see the same people every day. And so you have these little interactions, these stop and chats, small talk, right? You know, sometimes they're, they're actually things that you need to discuss. And so you discuss those things that are you know, relevant to work. Um, and, and sometimes you have some common ground with people and you discuss those things. And sometimes it's just small talk. Boy, it's uh, it's hot out there today. Yeah, it's that time of year. You know that that kind of stuff that happens a lot. And so sometimes that can get you by in these social situations uh, outside of work, right? So if you're at a party or something, you know, you can you you'll sometimes engage in this this small talk. Um, but that only gets you gets you so far. And 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 that is maybe with people that you know, right? So in in some cases you'll 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 run into people that you don't know and you'll need to well somebody will need to initiate um a conversation of some sort. And I'm just not I'm just not very good at it. I can do it. It does happen. I think some people it just happens kind of naturally for um they they're able to just like you know, run into random random person at random place and, you know, start conversations and meet new people. You know, some people are just good at that and it's just in their nature. And, uh, I'm just not one of those people. It does happen on occasion. I'm not, you know, I'm not incapable of, of, uh, meeting someone or, or engaging for, for me, you know, while the possibility is there, it just, it takes some effort on, on my part, right? Where somebody might just naturally, look at somebody and just start talking about something. And uh for me it's it's more of an effort. You know, I have to kind of like think about it and 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 you know there there's are these rare occasions where the stars line up and you know there's someone you don't know and there's a social situation there you know something comes up or something comes to mind and you know you engage and um you know start talking but you know a lot of times that's not the case. Right? And, you know, I do like meeting new people. It's not that I don't like necessarily like meeting new people. I'm just not very good at it. You know, unless there's a clear common ground uh, to 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 start on or to, to talk about, right? If, if it's clear that, you know, someone has the same interests as you, uh, then, you know, it's a little bit easier to, to have some conversations around that that common interest but generally you don't you don't know what people's interests are in most cases right and so it's like all right what what do you talk about can definitely lead to some awkward situations right and i'll have some of those that uh i'll talk about this isn't this uh conversation today is not necessarily about one of those awkward encounters that that could happen in the situation but you know this is about more the lead up into a social situation. Um, now, I will say that, uh, you know, some people have no experience or little experience in, in these type of social situations. Maybe, 
you just didn't go to you know a lot of parties um you know i guess this kind of depends on your age too so if you're a little bit older right so maybe you're you're in your youth you didn't partake in you know a lot of social activities um you know maybe the ones that you did go to you were kind of forced into but um you know maybe there weren't a lot of those situations maybe you didn't do a lot of parties in your teens um and, you know, if you're in your 20s, early 20s, maybe you didn't do a lot of partying then where you had a lot of these. And, and maybe you did and, and um, you know, you like somewhat functioned. Um, I know there's probably a scale and um, a range, a spectrum uh, that, uh, you know, uh, th- there's, there's probably a, a wide variety of situations among people depending on how many of these social situations you, you come across of. Um, I would say that for me and my my early childhood, I engaged in less introverted activities um, that you would think of. I probably do more introverted activities now that I'm older than I did when I was actually younger. I was actually fairly engaged, um, and I had a you know a friend group that um, did a lot of things that you know. That I, you know, I had you know some common interests with. I had I had a, a wide, um, I, I should say, a diverse friend group, right? That you know, I shared mutual interests um, with different friends across a fairly large friend group, and that was really just because of well, a religious activities, right? So I was you know grew up in a religious household. So we went to a lot of, um, you know, religious events and we hung around, you know, different families. So I got to meet different people. Mother had friends that had kids and, you know, that becomes your friend group. And so did a lot of outside stuff when I was younger. You know, I wasn't like inside, you know, playing D&D all day. Um, matter of fact, I wasn't even uh, allowed to play D&D when I was younger. And that wasn't really, that was more of a religious thing, right? If you watch... You know, Stranger Things, they they kind of have this, they, they portrayed the, the that time, which I think was accurate, where people were like, you know, D&D, that's, you know, that's the devil's playground, right? And so that was very much the thing in our household. It was like, you know, can't play that. So didn't, you know, do things like that. Um, I, but I did, you know, I was heavily into like computer games, into computers, I should say, you know, Gaming wasn't what it was back then, right? But, I, you know, I was into gaming as well, but I was into computers as a separate activity from the actual gaming, right? So, you know, that's something, and I, and I had friends that, that shared that with me who would do things like play on BBSs or play these little simple textual, you know, online games and stuff. But I also did a lot of social things. Like I said, a lot around religion, but a lot of sports and things of that nature. And so I didn't like, I didn't have a, a an isolated childhood where I didn't interact right um my introversion still shine through in in these social situations but I did have them so I, I think that did help for you know when I was older getting a little older like pushing through teenage years early 20s I was able to function uh, in some of these social situations even though I may not have done it well right it wasn't, you know, something that was completely foreign to me. Um, so now I can, 
you know, as an adult, I can look back on my childhood and I can kind of recount these, you know, introverted activities and, and kind of reflect and understand, you know, how my introversion played a part in my social interaction when I was younger and today, right? But back then I didn't know that I was introverted or at least I didn't have a name to associate with, you know, how I behaved around other people. You know, that's to say I didn't, you know, I didn't really know I was introverted, right? Sometimes you you have these moments of self-realization, not necessarily around introversion, but just around, you know, understanding uh, yourself. Uh, you have these, you, you put in certain situations or people bring the light. It might be your family, it might be friends, and it might be situations that you are in that kind of shine a light on your personality, you, you know, how you affect other people and uh, how you come off, you know, as a person. So there was this moment in, I would say I was in, in early, uh, I was in early, early teens, I would say, um, or had this self-realization moment. And it's not, you know, up to this point that I wasn't, that I was completely oblivious to the fact that, I was, you know, a little reserved, um, but this was kind of the first time it was kind of brought to light, you know, my behavior, or at least the the observance of of my behavior by other people, and you know, it was by you know someone close to me in somewhat of a public manner, and so here's the tale so and 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 i'm doing a lot of build up here the the, the actual event is and, and and catalyst for this is very small but it's 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 the point of a point uh, of realization you know in my life where i kind of said oh i didn't completely realize that other people observed me in this way right so this is the summer of a year <laughs> <laughs> in uh, my teenage years. So let me let me put that into let me think about that for a second. So I was about let's let's call it 1990 uh 8990 let's call it around there. So this is 89 or 90. I am uh, visiting some family. I have a, an older cousin and I am visiting with him. He's a f- couple years older than me. With and and he's not an introvert. He's very much an extrovert, and you know has a lot of friends. And um, you know he's one of those those people that I you know interacted with that uh, put me in some of those you know social situations. You know, in really for you know a large part of my life, right? So you know he had a friend group. Uh, we did not live in the same state. Uh, he lived in a different state than me, at least, uh, you know, growing up we did. And so, you know, he had friend groups and, and when I would visit, you know, we would go to gatherings, parties, you know, do things with his friends. And, when they, and like I said, they were a little bit older than me. But, you know, at this time, uh, like I said, I was, you know, early teens. This was 89, 90. And uh, we go, we, we actually sneak out of uh, his parents' house. And 
we go to a party. This party wasn't, you know, too far away from where he lived. I guess it's really not important. Point the point is we we, you know, escaped, which is a thrill in and of itself at that age, and we went to this little party. And so we went to the first party, hung out, you know, you know I, I, I don't I don't know what there was some there were some activities going on and you know we partook in some of those activities i won't mention what those were we we left that party and went to another party and this is where the thing happened so we uh went to this other friend's house went into um the party and keep in mind you know i'm in a different state than where i'm from so i don't i don't know anyone and these are all you know i'm 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 being brought into social situations where i don't know anyone but these are all of my my older cousins friends and you know he's introduced me to people so we leave one party we go to another one and we come into the party you know he's saying what's up uh i think i actually knew the person's house or at least i I had ran into the person whose house it was one time before we'll call him fred so we go into fred's house and you know there's a group of people there and so my cousin introduces me as you do when you bring somebody new into one of these social situations and says hey this is my cousin eric he said hey you know this is uh my cousin eric he's quiet and that was it and at that point you know i didn't really know how to take what he said it wasn't um you know, nobody reacted to it every, you know, he introduced me um, and we just went on and went in and, and, you know, started hanging out. So it was not like someone laughed or, or the spotlight was on me for some reason. But at the moment, I probably felt a little, I don't know, embarrassed, maybe taken aback um, because A, I was like, okay, you just put me on blast, but B... I didn't really realize that that's how, you know, I was perceived, one, and that it was um, observable enough to where, you know, he felt like he needed to mention that and introduce me like, hey, this is my, you know, little cousin, you know, but, you know, he's essentially he's saying, hey, here's my cousin, but he's. You know, a little quiet, so don't expect him to talk much, which, you know, was the case. You know, A, because these people are probably, you know, a little bit older than me, but I, I don't think that mattered too much. I think if if they were a little bit younger and around my age, we'd rather think it would have still been the same thing. So uh, I think it would have been the same, you know, situation. I don't know that I would have responded any differently, opened up anymore. Maybe, you know, I did mention before that, hey, you know, if there's a common ground or something, it's a little bit easier to, to hold conversations. But, you know, definitely if, if I'm at a party at that age and people are a little bit older, then I'm definitely observing, right? Um, and, you know, uh, you know, obviously it, it, it's true, but it was one of those, those moments where, uh, you know, after... Uh, you know, I could maybe reflect a little bit and say, okay, you know, I um, uh, apparently I am very quiet. I think I think even at that point, I tried to maybe talk a little bit more. It's not it's not that I've never tried to work on it, but like I say, I can you know I can get in my head, and now I'm I'm a little bit more self aware, right? So I understand 
I understand, you know, my actions a little bit more, my behavior a little bit more, how that behavior might be perceived. I can read other people a little bit more. That just comes with age and experience and all that good stuff, right? But at the time, I'm I'm figuring out my place in the world. I'm figuring out how to interact. I'm I don't really know how I'm being perceived. I don't know how to read people that are that are uh, observing me um, at the time. I'm really just kind of quiet and taking in information and analyzing people, but. I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know how I'm, how I'm perceived. And, and to be quite frank, it, it doesn't necessarily feel like I don't talk a lot, right? Because, because I, it's not that I'm not, I'm void of thought, right? I'm thinking, I'm taking in information, I'm processing that information. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about things and what I'm observing, but the extrovert might externalize some of those thoughts, right? You know, as they're thinking, some of those thoughts uh, might go from brain to mouth and you start engaging in conversation, right? And, and that expression is done through conversation where for uh, an, an introvert, it might be done internally, right? But, you know, I I, I didn't know that I wasn't talking a lot. I think it was is obvious once I thought about it a little bit more, but I hadn't thought about it that much. And so, and, and you know, it's, I know it's a little bit contradictory because I said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not oblivious to the fact that I'm quiet, but I didn't, like I said, I didn't fully understand how I was, you know, being perceived. And that was a moment where it was, that, that kind of shined a light on the fact that, hey, I am perceived as kind of kind of being this quiet person and so much so that it, I was <laughs> it was it was intertwined into my introduction in a social situation uh which that in itself was a little bit awkward and you know that wasn't uh you know malicious and in 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 any <clears throat> excuse me that wasn't malicious in any way my cousin's part you know again uh, on on his part being an extrovert He's just saying what what he's thinking, right? And and he's like he's bringing me into his friend group, and I guess kind of uh, paving the way for understanding uh, to to how I might be acting in this in the situation, and um, that it's not abnormal or or that something you know is is wrong, I guess. So understandable, but you know just just a, a point in time where you know I kind of realized that hey, I'm kind of this quiet person and. Not realizing I'm necessarily an introvert yet, but uh, that was definitely a sign at, at that at that time. And you know, it it is nice, uh, and so you know, uh, you know, having thoughts just kind of roll off your tongue is can be good, I guess, for those social situations because that allows you to engage more. But for me, that engagement, uh, you know, it's easier for me to sit, observe, analyze than it is to to engage someone in that conversation in that way that that engagement is an event in and of itself right so like me being in the social situation is one thing right so me just being there and being around people is is one thing and then and engaging people in conversation especially multiple people um could be group conversations and i and it's not that i don't necessarily uh, enjoy that type of interaction because I actually do uh, enjoy. It's just that it's 
that that level of engagement is is draining, right? And it's something that you don't have to think about. And uh, before I engage and after I engage, I'm thinking about it, right? How I'm perceived and how the conversation went and what I said and how it came off. Um, that that's the part of being analytical that kind of hurts you, right? Because I think that's part of the draining part is that all every aspect of this little interaction that you're having, you're analyzing that in, internally, and you're you're thinking about what's being said. Because it's one thing to you know think about the the topic of conversation, right? If you're talking about about politics, you know you are are thinking about a specific subject, political subject, and you're conversing about that, right? But the the introvert, especially the the analytical introvert, is now thinking about how you are responding and talking about that particular subject matter, right? It's not just the subject matter itself. It's how you're engaging, how how are people um, reading what you're saying? Um, you know, are you articulating your thoughts? Um, how are you coming across? And so all of this stuff is, I think, you know, is what leads to you being drained once you leave an engagement where you're interacting with other people. Now, one thing as you get, uh, you know, as I got, I shouldn't say as you get, because, you know, not everybody <laughs> lives the life that, that I have, right? But there are certain substances, uh, namely alcohol marijuana that can I'll say break down some of those barriers and so you know as I got older and you know did some drinking maybe did a little little 420 um, that broke some of those barriers down and I will probably talk about some of those um, some aspects of that in in some later conversations but for this particular tale uh, I wanted to to just talk about this particular point in time where um, you know my, my cousin threw me under the bus a little bit <laughs> but that's all right because uh, it wasn't um, it, it wasn't false a false statement it was very true it was just um, you know a bit of a, a wake-up call now honestly not that I you know was able to it's like oh you know I had the self-realization and then I, you know, turned everything around. No, it's not the case. Um, it just, you know, you know, let me know that that's how I was acting. Um, not that I could really do too much about that. I mean, I did try to work, I did try to work on it. I do try to work on it and, you know, try to be more social. But, you know, at the time it was, you know, honestly just, you know, a bit embarrassing. So that's it. That is the, the tale of an introvert for this week. And uh, I know I'm a little bit late on this episode, episode two. I said I was going to drop one every week. It's been more than a week. But the second episode is here, which means, guess what? The third episode will be behind it. All right, so third episode will be coming soon. Thanks for joining with me and listening in. If you have any questions or concerns, I don't have any avenue for you to send me any messages of any sort. But that will be coming soon. Uh, thanks for joining the podcast. And you will hear from me soon.